The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday, our final football Friday of the season. we got a ton of dive in, and we're going to start doing it right now. Joined on the Roman guest line by Simon Hunter of the Action Network to break down Super Bowl 56. Will we dive into the James Harden trade? Yeah, I'm sure we're going to do that as well. Simon, welcome back to the show. Um, all right, take me through your thoughts on the game and, and how they have evolved. Have you been the same since we saw the matchup after the title games, or have you kind of shifted here in how you're thinking Rams and, and Bengals, how this might play out? Yeah, definitely. When it opened up, I I just like when I saw that first line, I think it was three and a half, four, I immediately was just like, okay, that, that's a fair number, but I would take the Bengals in that matchup just because we've seen two te- both these teams play very close games in these playoffs. And – I honestly thought I was eventually going to flip to the Rams because it just felt very publicly to take the Bengals. Like I knew we would have two weeks of just nonstop talk about Joe Burrow, like Matthew Stafford. He's the old toy. People just want what's new. So we kind of knew it was going to be a Joe Burrow just two weeks here. And it has been. But the more professionals I've talked to, you know, it just it's really, really more skewed that a lot of pros really like the Rams and the public likes the Bengals. And it's rare that I'm with the public here, but. To me, I, I feel like all week you've been getting a good number, getting the four and a half and four with this Bengals team. So nothing's really changed for me. I've I've bet the Bengals all week, and I'm done betting now. I, I got no money left to bet, so it's, uh, it's either Bengals or bust for me. Well, that that was going to be my next question. How many bets are in the hopper totally, and uh, how many are going to be made? Because uh, we we've been hearing from a lot of people, and I know many are waiting so, for some nice unders on some player props when, uh, you know, maybe who knows what you'll get on Cooper Cup by the time we get to kickoff on Sunday. But uh, so, so, just tell us, how many bets uh, have you made over the last couple of weeks? I mean, it's so hard to pin down. Um, just because, like, I have so many guys working under me and so many different runners. So a ballpark, I bet you it's it's well over a 1,000. But, like, bets I'm involved in that, like, yeah, I had guys sent out and I have some type of money involved with them, probably 10,000, dude. It's like never-ending amount of props, squares. Like, there's just so many people that oh, reach right. out to me to be in their betting pools and different things like that. So it's impossible to catch up. Like, it takes me um, – I would say it takes me over three weeks to get all my tickets done from the Super Bowl. Like, cashing them, figuring out what I lost, what I won, everything like that. So it's definitely a process. But you're, So you're counting the same bet at all these different books, right? Because you have all those options in Jersey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, I got it, now it's different, though. It's like – I'm in North Jersey a lot. So I'll do New Jersey, I'll do New York, and then I'll do PA. Um, so I'll go all different books across all different state lines. New York kind of sucks because they're not really doing the props or taking MVP bets like other states are. It's kind of different right now with New York, but 
New Jersey, yeah, we got 20 sports books. They want your money. They got crazy props for every little thing you can think of. So it's been good. What are some of your favorite bets that you have so far then? Um, I, I, I like to try to bet what I think game script's going to be. So I, I know people have probably beat this on the show, but the, the Higgins bet, I love this wide receiver for the Bengals where it's like, mm-hmm. we all know, we think Ramsey's going to shadow Chase and T. Higgs has a, a, a distinct height advantage over their number two corner. And their number two corner has been burned historically by big receivers. So to me, the number's been sitting at 67 all week, 69 now, a lot of books. I love that for T. Higgs. Another one is another number two receiver. It's Odell Beckham. I've, I've just been betting Odell at all playoffs, his over props, him to score touchdowns, and it's worked out for me. So I'm, I'm going to keep it rolling where this is Odell of the Giants age, where it's like this guy's motivated. He's one of the best athletes we know. He's, he's a head case. Like, I hope my team's not the one that signs him next year, but this Odell right now playing for a new contract, this is the Odell you want. It's like highly motivated. Haven't heard a peep of him. And it's Super Bowl week. I have not heard a peep from Odell. So to me, that's that's another prop I've really liked where it's like we know they're going to bracket three guys to take out Co- Cooper Cup. Like teams just try to do that. Even though they can't stop Cooper Cup, we've seen it. But that's what's really helped out Odell here in the playoffs. He's just been open on these kind of plays. Simon, you mentioned the MVP. Uh, Stafford plus 125 at FanDuel Burrow plus 230. Uh, do you like either the quarterbacks or are you going off the, off the board with, with non-quarterback to win the MVP? What do you like uh, in terms of the odds? Yeah, I went with the public and I took uh, Aaron Donald. Like I, I took that right away when it opened. I think it was 40 to 1, dropped to 30 to 1. Now it's all the way down to 16 or 15 to 1. I still think there's good value in it. It's just like I I love taking the obscure pick where we look at the game script and it's like, how do the Rams really win and dominate this game? You're going to need him to get sacks and be all over Joe Burrow. And that's good value when we're getting literally the best player, arguably, in football and Aaron Donald. Um, cause it's not, it's not fun going chalk with the QBs. Like if, if you're going to do it, yeah, I guess I'd go Joe Burrow. Cause that's the better value. He's in the plus two hundreds Then Stafford is what plus one twenty five, plus one yep. 100. So there's just not that great a value to take it where we've seen people talk about, if you're just going to do same game parlays, do that. Like instead of betting Stafford to win MVP, bet him over 200 yards, two touchdowns or whatever. You don't, you don't want to just take away your odds of just taking a plus 100 MVP bet where it's, it's not really worth that kind of value. Uh, let's talk more about game script. Uh, you mentioned that, how you want to bet into a specific game script. And what's really cool about the Super Bowl is, okay, let's say you think it's going to be a, a low-scoring game. You can bet that all sorts of ways, not just the under, but the field goals over. And are there going to be fourth down attempts, two-point conversion, all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can just bet unders across the board if you want. The majority of those are going to hit, and the books are going to be very happy. So what kind of game script are you looking at uh, for this one? Because I, I'd imagine – you have something set in your mind and and after you do your work you figure out what the game script's going to be you go all in you go all in on that specific game script and it's going to be a great day or a horrible day <laughs> yeah i would definitely say the the best one ever for me personally was that eagles new england super bowl i had the over on like every player prop had every player to score touchdowns and like i felt like every single guy ended up scoring in that game or hit their over total where games like this i i look at both these quarterbacks and Not that I think they're going to be tight, but I just can't see them putting up crazy offensive numbers. We've seen this total drop now from 50 to 48 and a half, 48 at some books. I I going in really thought this was going to be just a low scoring slug it out kind of matchup where it's like both these guys know these offenses. I mean, again, 
Zach Taylor's an understudy in McVeigh. Like they're they're gonna know each other's book playbook pretty pretty well. So I, I really like the under coming into it. It's been bed down, but it hasn't really moved, which is making me a little nervous now because it's just been sitting there now. Even all even though a lot of money is coming on the under, it's just it just keeps sitting there at forty eight. So my my honestly my first plan my first game into this was take the Rams first half. Like they'll they'll be able to be the more prepared team. They've been here before. McVeigh knows what to do in these positions. Like he's not going to lay another egg in the Super Bowl. And then we've seen the Bengals in the second half. That's when this team just kind of figures it out. Like they make these adjustments, and that's all playoffs. They've really been the dominant team. So I I see the Rams being a good team in the first half, and then as the game prolongs, I can see this Bengals team adjusting, making the better adjustments, and be able to cover that number. That's why I like. Rams minus three first half. I like the Bengals four for the whole game. What about any field goals? Do you see this being a field goal game? Yeah, like I bet that too. I mean, it's crazy now the juice on some of these. I think um, it's up to like minus 150 for the over one and a half first half field goals, which I still think there's pretty good value there because we've seen historically teams kick field goals in the first half. It's like you get in the red zone, you get tight. The Bengals, especially this playoffs, have not been good in the red zone. They just do not score touchdowns. Usually they end up kicking field goals. So I do really like all the field goal props. I like the punting props too. Um, I've seen a lot of people talk about the kickoff, um, betting it not to be a touchback, which is an interesting prop too. It's, I believe it's yeah. hit eight out of 10 years now going mm-hmm. back. Um, I think it was Pat McAfee gave out a tip where it's like there's a patch or something like that on the ball, which makes it a little more heavy that these kickers – just that little bit of weight makes a drop by five yards. That's a big deal. Like if a guy catches at the one, it's the Super Bowl. You think he's just going to kneel down the open kick in the Super Bowl? No, he's all jacked up. He wants to run that ball out. So I still think you get that a plus money, which I like. No touchback off the first kick. Simon Hunter, the Action Network joining us here. Simon, what would be the total on the game? It's, it's kind of sat here all week. It, it, it opened maybe 49-ish, came down to 48 and a half, but it's it's been there all week. Um, 48 and a half on the total. You, you like the over or the under? I'm only reason I'm terrified about the over is that both these teams need to throw it to move it. And they both have arguably the best wide receiving quarters in football. Like we know what the Rams can do with their wide receivers and we know what the Bengals are going to do with theirs. I mean, I would love as an Eagles fan, I'd love that Boyd be our third receiver. Like that guy is pretty good. So with him, Higgins and Chase, that's, that's a really good combo to put up points, but I have to take the under in a matchup where I just see both these quarterbacks having jitters. Like, Stafford, I, I, again, he's been playing great these playoffs. This could be an epic meltdown game for him. So with, with him, I don't have faith for him to put up points. And with Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's not as good as we all – like, Joe is good, but he's not like – people are talking about him as, like, one of the best quarterbacks in football now. It's just like – That's Joe he's G. Not. He is – yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's clutch, but is he going to come in this game and throw four touchdowns and 350 yards? I just don't see it, especially against the Rams defense, which is probably the best defense he's going to be playing all season. I mean, Tennessee Titans were the only top 10 defense he played all year, and they had nine sacks on him. So, it's it's not great for uh, people that are going to be betting over on this Joe Burrow uh, prop. So, I'm just looking at it from a standpoint of 48 is a key number. I made this game 47, so I still think I'm getting a point of value, but – it's tight. If you really want to feel more comfortable betting a total, I like the first half under where it's like we've seen historically teams just don't come out firing in the first half. So I do think you're getting good value at 23 and a half under. 
With Simon Hunter, the Action Network, this is BetQL Daily previewing the Super Bowl. All right, let's get to uh, the entertainment novelty stuff. I don't even know if you waste your time on it because so many books just they, they don't take much action. Limits are very low. Anthem's already been down for over a day. Uh, anything you want to share or what you find intriguing about Anthem, Gatorade, first song at halftime, last song, all that stuff, what people will be wearing, what they won't be wearing? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, like I, I do do these things, but like, again, like you just said, I have other guys are doing it for me, so I don't really know what you're about. I know that a lot of guys have bet up the uh, anthem. I think that the over has really been bet up high since um, a, a couple stuff is leaked of them getting recorded and them warming up and, People kind of the time down, but yeah, I'm not great with the novelty props. Um, I would say if you're going to bet it, just bet it for fun. Like I saw someone bet 6K on the coin flip. Dumbest, Come on. Dumbest, oh yeah, exactly. Dumbest bet of the year. Like even with the big, you're always going to be in the negative when you're betting those kind of things. So that's one of those where I do bet the coin flip, but as someone that does not truly care about money, I won't bet more than a hundred bucks on the coin flip. Cause it's like, that's you're truly lighting money on fire. There is no advantage. <laughs> betting either side so i do do the novelty props but i'm not one of these pros where there's some pros out there this is all they do like this is how they make their money they dive into these little things they find little advantages where i'm more strictly just game and player props um nfl awards last night did you have any futures that hit and uh any surprises for you i think i lost about every future i had i had like um I, I at one point had Belichick for coach of the year. Luckily I got out of it and I got in on variable like week 18 and it really got a lot of money back. Cause he was like plus three fifty, plus 400 heading into the playoffs, which was crazy. But yeah, rookie of the year, big, big whiff on that one. I went with um, Waddle and I think I bought in a Mac probably after like week two or three and I was feeling pretty good, but then chased the club, close out the season. There was no doubt like that was going to be his award. And then, I mean, the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, I, I I liked Michael Parsons coming in. I just didn't like the value on him. But looking back, it was like that was a steal. That that kid was far and above the best defensive player in that rookie class. So I, I definitely think something to take away from next year is we've had two years in a row now of Aaron Rodgers winning MVP. Where before him, we had back-to-back seasons of these sophomore, second-year, third-year quarterbacks winning it. We had a 50-1 to Lamar win it. And the year before that, we had Mahomes a 40 to 1 win it. So I'm going to go back to the well on that. I'll be looking for a second year quarterback next year or third year to make a big step. So, you know, it could be Joe Burrow, could be Herbert, or it could be this past rookie class like a Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Trey Lance type, where I think we're due for a young gun here to step up and win MVP because we've had back to back years of just, you know, the old guard, Aaron Rodgers winning this MVP award. Simon, you can find the odds for next year's Super Bowl out already. FanDuel has them. How how early do you jump on that? Do you wait? I mean, so much will change, right? These rosters in the next two months are going to go from the draft, free agency. Do you wait? Do you jump on something now? Or do you kind of wait to see a little bit how these rosters settle down next month and a half or so? Oh, I bet it. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when you, you have all these quarterback movements. So I, I grabbed Pittsburgh. They were uh, 
I believe 101 at one point. I grabbed that right away just on the fact that it's like all they need is a quarterback. We've seen all the pieces there. That's all that's missing. Like great defense, great weapons. They just need a quarterback. I did a little bit on the Las Vegas Raiders because I've just been hearing whispers about them with Watson, them with Rodgers for a long time now. So it's like I had to take a piece of that. And I want to do the Bucks, but they're just not – the value is just not there yet because I am interested to see what the Buccaneers are going to do for their quarterback position. So that's that's definitely one of these where I, I would tell people to take some of these long shots now because we could have Kyler Murray moving teams. We could have Aaron Rodgers moving teams. We could have Deshaun Watson moving teams. And I'm one of the few people I don't believe Tom Brady is actually retiring. I think that's total smokescreen. That's another wow. huge piece. So we have four quarterbacks that they lean on the right team – you could be a gold here. Like we've seen it back to back years from Stafford now and then Brady, like teams that move quarterbacks that move teams to a better situation. That's two years in a row. They've made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it changes everything. Simon Hunter, we appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Simon Hunter on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all for the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash BeckQL now to get fifteen dollars off your first month. That's getroman.com slash BeckQL. On the other side, we'll dive into props. We'll talk Halftime props here. Super Bowl 56. Joe Ojo G. Aaron Hawks with Becky All Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.